0: With this week's press, lunch, and audio, you're going to hear from safety Tedrick Thompson, quarterback Cephal Lufau, and head coach Mike McIntyre.
1: Safety Tedrick Thompson. Uh, just a reminder, we got the mics that we'll pass around to you all to go to the stream. When you guys got questions, just raise your hand, and we'll come around. Fire away.
0: How much of a test for the state of the program and the team is this game?
2: Um... Uh, we're not really trying to overthink anything, anything like that. Uh, we're just trying to approach it just as another game. Uh, we're practicing just like we practiced uh, the last two weeks. You know, we, we're really focusing on ourselves and focusing on, you know, how how to approach the game and how to play Colorado football. So that's our main focus right now.
3: Tedrick, you guys uh, have a pretty good secondary. You guys are you know, a lot of veteran guys. You've had a pretty good start to the season. How much of a challenge is this game compared to what
2: you've seen? Already? Uh, I think each each week is a is a different challenge. You know, uh, obviously going against a great team like this is another challenge for us. But um, you know, we're we're ready for it. I think that it's not just the DBs, but overall the entire team. Um, I feel like as long as we, like I just said, we keep focusing on ourselves and you know practicing for each other and playing for each other and loving each other, we'll be fine. What's
4: the key to playing on the road in college
2: football? I think it is to to block out all the distractions. Um, I think that's the main thing, especially going. I've never been to the stadium before, but. Going to a stadium like this, you always hear how big it is, how loud it is. So I think as long as we block out the distractions and stuff like that, we'll be fine.
1: You say that you're ready for this challenge. What what specifically makes you say that? Uh,
2: because we believe in each other. We're we're ready for every challenge. You know, it doesn't matter who we're playing against. You know, we always gonna gonna feel like and have the mindset that we're gonna come out with the win. So I feel like that's gonna that's how the rest of the season's gonna be. We're ready for every little moment. Um, you know, since I've been here, we've been through a lot. Uh, I played in double overtime, but I played in one overtime. You know, I've been hurt. You know a lot of stuff. A lot of players that's been here with Coach McCall for years. We've been through a lot with him. So uh, that's why I feel like we're ready for any challenge.
3: You talk about this game being preparation-wise, just like the last two weeks, mm-hmm. kind of treating it like any other game. However, playing a top-five team on the road, national College, and a chance to really make a statement mm-hmm. about where you guys are at and what you guys have talked about all season. Is there a part of you that's getting up for this game maybe in a different way uh, than games that you've played before?
2: Um, No. I think being a top five team and stuff like that, people try to you know, think a lot about it. But when I say we're preparing the same, we really are. We're meeting with our coaches like we do every single week. You know, we're getting the same amount of film study like we do every week. You know, the DBs and the linebackers and D-line, we're all communicating just like that. And you look to the offensive side of practice, you see Cepho doing the same thing with the offense. You see the receivers talking, the running backs talking, the O-line talking. And once you look back, if you was to go back two weeks ago or even last week, that's the exact same way we've been practicing. So. I mean the intensity cranks up each and every week, I say that's the only thing that kind of adds up. Different what do you see from the Michigan
1: offense that poses
2: the biggest challenge for you? Um, uh, they're a team. You can tell they play for each other. Uh, their offense, they offense has a really great old line you know, they're big, they're physical, they have a great uh, physical back and they have another uh, freshman running back too who's, who's real elusive, uh, stuff like that. So. Um, and they have great receivers and a great quarterback, and they obviously have a great head coach. So um, it's just a great team overall, offense, defense, special teams. is another good team we got to face.
5: <laughs> Tedra, kind of a two-part question. I'm sure you're familiar with the Miracle in Michigan. Just mm-hmm. tell me about uh, if the coaches have brought it up to you guys this week, if you've watched it this week. And two, when you see that play, what's the most impressive thing about it? Is it the fact Cordell was able to throw it <laughs> 73 yards mm-hmm. in the air? Was it the fact that the – Coordination at the end happens so
2: perfectly. Just talk about it. Uh, I think it's just a crazy play uh, overall. Uh, even this past weekend, those it plays like that that's happened. So I think that's just a crazy football play. And uh, the coaches really. I mean, we. I've been seeing that play since I first got here. So I'm like, I'm used to seeing it. Just because we're playing Michigan, like it's not really different. The coaches aren't like bringing it up to us every like every second of the day. Like, you know, we've all seen the play before, and um, and it's a great play. But other than that, like, we don't really overthink it or nothing like that.
5: Is there any, um, I don't know who comes up with the uniform combinations, but yeah. is it an accident that you guys are wearing the
2: same uniform combination or did someone actually come up with that? Uh, I don't know. I think, I think our uniform combinations is, is always changing, but uh, I guess for the fans and stuff like that, it is kind of crazy that we're doing the same thing that uh, that the old uh, team had did. Can you evaluate the defense through this point in the season? What do you guys need to get better? Uh, I think the main thing we gotta keep focusing on, keep creating turnovers and keep giving the ball back to our offense. Because, you know, once we give a, I think that's our main goal to get a ball back to Cephal on the offense. Because we got so many, uh, so many great players on offense with a great O line, and in my opinion, the best quarterback in the nation. So if we keep creating turnovers and giving Cephal and offense the ball back, then we're gonna be fine. Because we're not gonna put up points, and we just gotta hold up our side of the deal.
1: At some point Saturday, you're going to get punched in the mouth figuratively, Mm -hmm. whereas it hasn't happened so far this season. What makes you think, tell me about the level of confidence that you guys have in one another to think that you'll be able able to respond to something that you haven't had to respond to so far this season?
2: Uh, The previous three years, like I said, the defense side of the ball, uh, everybody that's really playing back there has really been here for four years. And, you know, the years we've been here, we've been... uh, taking some tough losses and then last year we even took some tough losses but you know we've been working with each other since January even like right after the last season Utah game and we've been going to you know I've been facing Devin Ross, Shea Fields and cheeto has been facing Bryce Bobo and stuff like that so we've been uh, going against like some great receivers and our line is great too so going against them all fall camp and stuff like that that's why we're so confident because I feel like we really are a great team so we go against that all day in practice and stuff like that and that's what's gonna help us. And we know for a fact we're gonna punch them off, like you just said. That's a great that's a great team. But like, we got each other's back no matter what. So even when you know, even when we're down in the game or we're, whether we're up in the game, like we never gonna get down on ourselves. We always gonna push each other and have each other back. So that's our main goal. Ted,
3: is a competitor, are you excited for a game like this to face a top five team and just measure yourselves, see where you guys actually are?
2: Yeah, um, Honestly, I'd be excited for every game, you know what I'm saying? I've been playing football for a long time and uh, stuff like that. So I get excited for every game, especially all the injuries and how crazy you can get hurt. So I try to not overlook anything. I try to approach every game uh, just like I approach it every week, just like a team approach it every week. So, you know, I'm excited for this game just like I was the last one. Any final questions? Thank you, Thank you
1: Teddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: So I have a question. So first, how disappointed are you to watch your starting job? To <laughs> uh,
4: I'm pretty disappointed. I'm sure. uh, I think it was a very comical thing uh, to put our depth chart out like that. So um, I'm disappointed, but uh, you know, I, I'll be behind the whole way.
3: <laughs> so my real question, question is, <coughs> Ted, talked about the, about the confidence of this team. Are you feeling that offensively like the preparation is the same as it's been the last two weeks and you guys are just treating it like you have really
4: really game so far. Yeah, definitely. You know, I think there's a misconception when uh, it's, it's easy to, I guess, not have as much focus um, when there's a big team like Michigan uh, coming up on your schedule. But, you know, for the first two weeks, we've had great, great focus. Uh, I, I say it every week. You know, each game uh, that's the one coming is the championship game to me. And so um, each team, you know, we've had great confidence, great focus each week. And that doesn't change for this week. You know, Michigan's a great team. You know, we'll, we'll be ready to play, especially on the offensive side this week.
0: How far, even in your mind, will this go toward determining or answering the question: How good this team is after kind of very impressive performances the first two weeks, but not completely answering the, the
4: question? You know, I think each week when you go out and play. Team X, you know whatever team it is that that week. I think each week you need to go out there improve, you know, to yourself and to your teammates and to everyone that you that you're a good team. You know, I think it's easy to, you know, be satisfied with two wins and then go out there and be like, oh, okay, you know, it's time to slack off. But with this team, you know, we're we're so focused, you know, especially the four years I've been here, we haven't won a lot of games, and so. We want to leave this program in a better state than we left it. And so each game we're treating with the utmost importance, and each week we want to go out there and prove ourselves and prove that we can play with anyone and, and beat anyone.
1: 100,000 fans, different type of atmosphere. As an offensive player, what are the keys to you think having success in that type of environment? Uh,
4: focus, locking in, and uh, just being consistent. You know, I think when you go into a, um, I guess, big environment like that, it's easy to, um, lose focus and being awe I guess of the spectacle of how big the place is but you know, I'm not worried about the offense you know uh, we've been practicing already on um, twice this week and we'll be ready for you know whatever you know um, big scene they have for us or anything like that
1: Doug Taylor on to that question the, the heartbeat will probably I would imagine will be a little bit faster I with all due respect to your first two opponents this is a different kind of challenge um, how do you as someone that's been around this game as long as you have and has had as much success, how do you help your guys slow down instead of speed up? Because mm-hmm. that's what you have to do in an environment like this, a little bit, doesn't it?
4: Not necessarily. Um, yes and no. I mean, we're kind of a fast-paced offense, and so we'll be we'll be trying to move up and down. Talking about the
1: heartbeat. You're talking about the heartbeat.
4: Yeah, I think after the first play, we'll be all right. You know, I think that being a team of competitors. Um, we'll be jacked up for the game and I mean it hasn't been any different you know I, like you said you believe that there's a different class and in, in quality between the teams and um, whether it's true or not you know we've been treating each game the same you know we will be excited for Michigan obviously when you play you know a very predominant powerhouse team or whatever people want to label them as we're excited to play you know we want to play the best we want to beat the best and so Um, I just think after that first play once you get that one out of the way um, everyone will be fine, you know It's always the same way, you know, if you love the game and you're a competitor You'll have those butterflies and if you don't in my mind, you don't really care Um, And it just becomes too normal for you. And so we'll be ready to play and then um, the heartbeat should be down after one play
3: What have you seen from Michigan?
4: A defense Um, Cover one uh, nothing any it's not like they reinvented the wheel or anything um, they're just a, a great defense that what they run they run it very well you know I think that's what kind of separates them from the first two teams that we've played this uh, in this season so they've got some players over there too you know which is fine you know like I said being a competitor you want to play against the best and you know they're going to make some plays you know it's it's the nature of the game but we'll make some plays too and um, you know our goal is to be consistent and make more plays than they make this week.
1: Who would
4: you compare uh, Jabril peppers to? as a player on our team or just yeah, a on your team. Uh, probably Cheeto um, he might be a little bigger I don't I don't know I don't look at like his height and weight and all that but uh, just from looking at it on film you know he's a very athletic player um, plays in a lot of different positions um, from what I've seen so far and so they'll probably move him around and um, I've seen him play safety linebacker, but you know we're not gonna focus too much on him you know he's a great player and you can't you know take that away from him but uh, we've got some great players too on the perimeter that um, we look to have them make some plays this week. So, if it
0: comes down to a hail mary, how
4: hard can you throw it? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I I know it's in reference to the other game. You know, I hopefully it doesn't come down to hail mary. You know, and if we if it does come down to hail mary, um, I'll get the ball in the end zone. You've obviously seen the
5: miracle. Or just your thoughts on the play and what stands out to you about that play. Um,
4: it was a great play to win the game, and um, we've heard about it um, a lot um, being here. Not not this week because we're focused on ourselves and um, focused on you know just playing them um, play for play, and you know hopefully it doesn't come down to hail mary.
5: Cordell always said that they practiced that weekly, and it never really came off in practice as well as it did in that game. Do you guys practice hail marys?
4: We do, yeah, um, and not not specifically for this game, but we practice, uh, you, you name a situation, we probably practice it, you know, we practice situation situational stuff um, every week um, for almost every situation you could possibly think of. Um, if something happened in a, like a game last week, for instance, um, we'll probably practice that situation just in case we get stuck in it for whatever reason.
1: How much are you guys thirsting to create your own moment? It's interesting listening to you guys, and the inevitable question comes up about that game 22 years ago. It is it almost like that's great and it's fine? It's part of CU history, and we celebrate that. But we desperately want to create our own moment. How much is is that fueling you guys at this point?
4: Um, I don't know. I don't know if we really think about it, to be honest. You know. I'm not taking any disrespect. It was a great play, uh, 22 years ago. Um, but we're mainly focused on ourselves and trying to turn the program around. Because especially when you struggle so much through three, the first three years that I've been here, um, we just want to be really consistent and, and win a lot of games this year. I think that's our main goal. And I don't think we're looking for a moment, but moments, you know, in the season, um, because. You know, like I said, we're trying to try and treat every game like a championship game, and I just want to win every game. Every game that's left, I don't care who we play, I don't care who we line up against. Like, I want to win that game, and, you know, it, that that's all we're focusing on right now as a team.
3: So, with the changes you guys made offensively during uh, the offseason, um, how important has it been for you guys to have some success the first two games to really build the confidence that you guys just know you guys can run this offense?
4: It's a good question. Um, I think that the, the biggest thing is that. In the first two weeks, you know, the plays that we had in, we rep them over and over and over again. And, you know, we're doing the same thing this week. And, you know, if anything, the first two weeks have showed us the potential that we have. And we've we've made mistakes in the first two weeks, but that's, that's bound to happen. And, you know, we've learned from those mistakes. And it's just built our confidence. You know, we've seen what we can accomplish, what we can do as offense, both in the running and the passing game. And, you know, we want to build off of that and continue to do that. You know, even if you play a great team, great defense like Michigan, you know, you. The goal doesn't change. You know, we have a certain set goal for each, or goals for each week that you know, we want to accomplish, and we want to go out there and um, basically be the same every week. And if we can do better than the week before, and so that's our goal going in this week. You know, I don't really care who lines up against us, and you know what defensive scheme they have. You know, we want to go out there, we want to execute, and we want to score points, score touchdowns. Uh,
0: given your, your injury and your uncertainty in the off-season, did a switch flip where you said, "I know I'm 100% now"? how
4: are you now? Uh, I'm on top of the world right now. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just great to be back in playing. You know, I think that with the injury that I had, it was never a certain thing that I was going to be back in playing. And so ultimately it's a blessing, you know, and I'm, I'm thankful for everyone that helped me to get back, all the doctors and trainers. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just thankful to be back. Any
3: final
0: questions? Thank you
4: so much. Thanks, guys.
6: Uh, a couple things i like to do right, right as we start. First, I'd like to see Jesse's back there, Jesse Mahoney. They've had a phenomenal couple wins here and getting it going. It's always hard coming in your first year, and uh, it's exciting seeing that. And then um, I have a real connection with the Harbaugh family. Um, my brother played for Jack Harbaugh at Western Kentucky. I know John real well. I know Jim well. Um, but uh, when uh, Coach Harbaugh, was at Western Kentucky playing for my My brother was playing for him. They dropped football. And um, my brother was a senior in college, and he called me, I was coaching at UT Martin. And he goes, they dropped football. I don't know what I'm gonna do, it's my senior year. And Coach Harbaugh, Jack came in and said, we're not gonna let this happen. And Jack and Jackie Harbaugh um, basically kept Western Kentucky University from dropping football. Jim and John invested money in the program. John would come, um, Jim, excuse me, would come and coach in the spring, because they didn't have enough money to pay coaches. Um, and that family really is credited for sure with saving football at Western Kentucky University. And the other night after our game was over, I saw some highlights of Western playing um, Alabama, and it made me think of that whole story. So I, I talked to my brother a couple of times about it, and, and uh, you know, we're all coaches' kids and grew up coaches' kids, and we know how much the sport means to us. And uh, for what that family did, I don't know if there's enough credit that goes out to Jack Harbaugh They were going to drop football, and then 10 years later, they won the national championship. And I think one of the coolest things he did, I went back and looked at their football facility, and my brother goes to a lot of Western Kentucky games now, is they put the, Coach Harbaugh told um, the young men that were seniors in that team that if they stayed and didn't leave and they would stay through that year and the kids on that team would stay, that when they won the national championship, they would put their picture, team picture up, right beside the national championship team picture. And sure enough, in the Jack and Jackie Harbaugh football facility they have now, um, that picture's in there, and I, I just wanted to, to say a little bit about that. The Harbaugh family uh, means a great deal to the McIntyre family because my brother wouldn't have been able to finish college there and play, and uh, it was a great experience, and I don't think enough people know that they truly saved a football program, um, which is, is thriving now. Now on to uh, Michigan. I'll take any questions.
3: kind of go along with what you were saying that you know, Jim at his press conference yesterday talked about growing up and, and knowing Coach McCartney yep. and uh, having cereal in his house, things like that. Is it, is it uh, fun for you to just kind of see the way coaches, uh, just the relationships you guys have just in, in everyday life and all of you kind of know each other in some way?
6: Yeah, we do. I, I got to know John um, pretty well in the NFL um, and when I was coaching the NFL, and he was coaching secondary there. And then I got to know Jim when we were in San Jose, and he was at Stanford. Um, but uh, I, I, knew, I knew Jack um, long before that um, with my brother playing for him for four years, and so uh, they, they meant a lot. But, yeah, there is a, a, a neat family atmosphere there, and then, you know, football's in our blood, um, and, you know, they, Jim and John have done a phenomenal job, and I know that uh, Jack and Jackie are really proud of them.
3: Cepho uh, and Tedrick seem to be saying all the – upperclassmen write things about this game. I'm preparing for this week like it's any other week like it's any other game. Uh, facing a, a game like this on the road against an opponent that's the ranked, watching your team practice, are you getting the sense that that is true, that that is exactly how they're feeling, or are you getting the sense that there might be a little extra excitement, a little extra incentive around this week? Well,
6: I think any time, um, you know, you play major college football for a reason, um, and, uh, you know, any time that you're playing a major program, Um, That's at at the top of its height right now doing really well, and you're playing on the road That's our first really our true road game. There's always a little more excitement in your first road game Uh, But uh, you know they understand that it's how we prepare. It's not the opponent. You're going to play It's it's how you prepare and if you're prepared to play Then you'll be able to play as well as you can and see what happens, but if you're not prepared doesn't matter who you're playing, no matter how hyped up you get or how excited you get or, or where you're playing, it's all about the preparation. And they're a mature enough team now that they understand that. And so I don't think those are words. I think they really truly they get it. They've been through the hype of going to a place to play before and, and not playing good because they thought they'd just be excited about playing. Now they understand it's the work ethic that goes into it and being prepared.
0: Along those lines, each game's a separate entity, which I guess is a fancy way of saying you take one game at a time. Right. How important is this game, even in your own minds, as a litmus test for just how good you are and how far this program has
6: gone? Well, you know, every game's different. Um, and, you know, you go with a different team all the time. Um, you know, you have injuries, you have different situations happen. Uh, but it, we seriously, we take every game like it's one season at a time, and it's that big a deal. So every game we play is extremely important to us. And, um, you know, we'll – kind of you you measure yourself after every game and you look at how you play and you look at certain things that happen in a game um, to see if you keep improving. So our guys had a really good practice today and hopefully they'll stay focused.
3: How much better is your team at preparing than when you first got here and what's gone into getting this team to that point?
6: I think it's just maturity. You know, the more mature your team is and guys that have been out there and played and they know that the coach tells you, You know, you better notice where the back is. You better look to the sideline fast because this team goes quick. And in the game, they don't look where the back is, and they realize that all of a sudden they get beat. And they don't look to the sidelines fast, and they're halfway lined up. They don't get the call, and a guy runs by them. They've been out there in the fire, so they know there's a trust factor between the players and the coaches now. And so they listen to everything. And then the great thing about our guys is they ask a lot of questions. know we'll talk about something and like today I was um, doing something in a meeting I said now what would we want to do on this and they told me exactly I didn't have to tell them they knew exactly what we wanted to do Um, so that maturity factor is is a big deal and as you keep building your team and you build that culture the younger the older guys teach the younger guys and they understand that's just the way it is.
3: What have you seen from Michigan on film offensively and defensively?
6: Uh, Big and athletic (laughs) <laughs> they are really big, they're very athletic, they've got a lot of depth, um, you know, they're, they're experienced at all, all, all over the field, um, and they've got a lot of freshmen that they're throwing in there that are very athletic too, but um, big and athletic, um, they do a very good job defensively, um, do a lot of stunning, um, able to play a lot of good man coverage. Offensively, they're able to run the ball, great at play-action pass, and the, the quarterback can really throw the deep ball well.
1: A lot of your offensive linemen have said that Sefolosha looks different this year. He just acts different. You just see like a different quarterback back there. What have you noticed about him? What makes him maybe different
6: than he was last year? Besides just obviously repetitions? Well, I, I just you know I, I think I've said it quite a few times. You know he's um, came back off an injury that he thought he wasn't going to get to play again. And I think anytime in any walk of life or anything you, you do, um, when you come back and you think you might not have a chance to do that again at the time you want. You take a new sense of, you don't take anything for granted. And so everything's focused, everything. You cherish every moment. You cherish coming in in the morning um, having to get in the cold tub because you couldn't do it before you were going to get played. You you cherish uh, putting on your, your cleats and your feet are sore because you've been running so much. You, you enjoy those moments where before you complained about them. So I think that's what you see.
1: Coach, obviously there's been a lot of development in the time since you first came here. Now you've got a mature football team, one that you hope is not – uh, that won't wilt in the moment in, in Ann Arbor. I'm curious to know um, what you're most curious about. You obviously know this team inside and out. You think you've got a good tap on their mentality and the heart and all of those things. But what are you most curious about as you head to a very new situation on Saturday?
6: Well, you know, I, I don't think that our kids will wilt at all. I think we're playing a really good football team, so now we need to see how we how – we, Play against a really good football team, and uh, and I think they do too. Um, playing against a you know a better football team than some of the teams they've played, I hope. And so um, I think that you just go out there and you stand toe to toe and and you fight and you and see how we fight and see how we measure up um, is I think what we'll see.
1: Any more questions? So
6: obviously you always save yours for last. <laughs> It was kind of
1: frivolous.
5: Um, So, Miracle Michigan, obviously, that comes up this week. Just um, where were you when you saw the play? I don't know if you watched it live or saw it later, and just your thoughts on the play.
6: Yeah, I was coaching at UT Martin um, in West Tennessee in the OVC. Um, I saw it on highlights that night on ESPN because there was only one ESPN channel. How about that? How about that? There was no Fox Sports. I mean, there's one channel. Um, and uh, so I, I saw the highlights on that and miraculous um, play. The, the fun thing for me um, coming here this summer was really unique in that um, Cordell Stewart came back to school to finish up, which he didn't have to but he wanted to and it was really neat so I got to spend a month with him here and I saw him basically every day because he was in the weight room and he was around and um, I, I got to know him and he, he told me a little bit how you know, when, after he made that throw his confidence level went out the roof. And uh, so it was just fun being around him and getting to know him as a person and, and, uh, and seeing his passion and love for Colorado. So I kind of got an inside. Um, but, but I've met everybody involved in the play from Tipper to Westbrook, all those guys. So um, it's fun getting to meet all those guys. But I had never really sat down and spent a lot of time with Cordell, and I got to spend a lot of time with him, and I really enjoyed that. And not only can he throw the ball 70-something yards in the air, he's really a good guy.
5: When you see that play, what's the most impressive thing about it? Is it the fact that the quarterback could throw it 70? yards? It's the yards? fact to
6: me he threw it that far. Yeah. I mean, you, you're, not many people can do that at all. Most teams, you, you can't do it. You're having to do a flea flicker or throw the ball around or that type of thing. He could heave it 70-something yards. And um, so it was. And talking to Rick Neuheisel about the play too, he was telling me all about it. You know, he, he thought he could throw it that far also, and it was kind of a unique uh, situation.